Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Glitter Cast. I am so sorry that I haven't been here in like, I think it's been three weeks. Uh, it might have been, it might be two or three weeks, but basically I went on vacation and I didn't record any episodes to release when I was gone. Actually, I do. That's kind of a lie. I had one in the chamber, but I just decided to take the time off and post when I get back. So I got home yesterday And so again, I apologize that your Virgo season episode is a little bit late. And to be honest, um, there may be some more patchy episodes coming up because I have a lot of exciting changes happening right now. And I will talk about them more once like I've progressed in the direction that I'm going in a little bit more. But yeah, very exciting changes, but I am going to be extremely busy and I feel bad, but the podcast is usually just the area in my work that takes a hit trying to become more organized which is actually the perfect thing to be doing during Virgo season so just to talk about Virgo season in general it began on August 22nd and basically this is a time where you're supposed to kind of tidy up your life get organized if your office is a mess clean it up I spent literally all day yesterday cleaning my workroom and it was intense but I got it done and the motivation to get stuff like that done should be there Also, it's a really good time to focus on your health. If we're looking at the astrology wheel, you know, Virgo rules the sixth house. And whenever I'm reading someone's natal chart, the sixth house is where I look to learn about someone's health and potential illnesses and what they need to watch out for when it comes to physical wellness. So this is a really important time to check in with your health, check in with your daily routines. And it's not very punk rock of me to say, but it's kind of just scientific proof that like going to bed at a reasonable hour, it doesn't even have to be a reasonable hour, but like the same time, going to bed around the same time every night and waking up around the same time every morning and eating at generally the same time and exercising consistently. Like these are all the things that Virgo season wants you to reconnect with if you have disconnected from healthy habits, it's time to bring those back into your life a little bit more. I will say too that like, you know, when it comes to your time management and how that affects your stress levels, if you're someone who's always scrambling to get to work on time and underestimate what traffic is going to look like, you may need to just for fun, just see what it's like if you wake up 15 minutes earlier and leave the house a little bit earlier for those of you that are no longer working remotely. Uh, play with your routines and see if there's something more efficient that you can sort of get in the groove with. You know, like Virgo season is the time where the universe is supporting these changes that you've been telling yourself you're going to make. So it's really important that you use the momentum of the cosmic climate to get going in the direction that you want to go in. Virgo is also, it is the virgin um, in the zodiac, but you know, To be honest, Virgos have kind of a reputation for being kinky. So like, I don't know (laughs) if that's like the most accurate, but it's also like where that sort of like reputation for being rigid comes from. And that is like, so not the truth. Virgos are little freaks. Um, But I will say that Virgos are also affiliated with animals. So if you've been, you know, thinking about getting an animal, this is a good time to do it. Or if you're needing to just like strengthen that bond with your furry friend or your not so furry friend, I have bald guinea pigs. So they, they will, that's a lie. They have a tiny bit of fur on their nose. They look like little mutants and I love them so much, but this is a good time to like bond with your animals. Also like check in with your animals health, you know, be mindful of if their energy levels are fluctuating and how often are you taking them out for a walk? If you've been slipping on your daily walks with your little hound, then it would be good for both of you 
to reinstate daily walks, twice a day walks, whatever that looks like for you, whatever works with your lifestyle and your schedule. But this is really like, hey, like let's let's get it together. Let's like let's organize. Let's bring some like some stability and some foundation to like the day to day life. This is like a day to day routine energy. This is what you're looking at. So also like that's what I'll look at in a chart when I'm looking at the sixth house. Like what does someone's daily routine look like? Virgo is also about, you know, the way you are of service to people. And it does. So the 10th house and Capricorn are generally going to deal with career. But if we're looking at Virgo energy in the sixth house, that will give us information about the work that we do that is sort of like affiliated with our career or even just your job if you're not in your career yet. So, you know, are you feeling happy in your daily tasks? Are you feeling satisfied in the work that you're doing from day to day? And if not, like, is there anything that you can do to change it? And to be honest, Virgo energy is not going to be that type of energy that just like bestows random luck on you. Though there will be a little bit of that, or there was a little bit of that during the new moon, which I'll talk about in a second, but Virgo energy really rewards people who work hard. So the efforts that you put in towards your goals now, the universe is watching that and it's like, yeah, cool. I'm going to reward you for that. So just think about like any work that you don't want to be doing. Like don't think about the process of what you have to do. Think about the reward that comes with it. And then also it's going to be important that you're breaking down long-term goals into smaller pieces. So if you do have dreams that you really, you know, want to start chipping away at Virgo season is sort of like that time where you're like, okay, yeah, this is a really big undertaking and I want to do it and I'm motivated to do it, but this is how I break it down into smaller, more digestible steps. A lot of people hold themselves back from projects or going back to school or career changes because they feel overwhelmed by you know, all of the change that's going to go with it. And like I myself, am, like I said, I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but I do have a lot of very big life changes going on for me right now. And I do feel myself getting super overwhelmed, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of stressed out. And so then that's when I have to kind of remind myself, like nothing is happening overnight. You have a lot of time before this is completely, you know, unraveled the way that it's going to. And so right now, this is what you can focus on. This is what you can do in this present moment. So it's very much about what can you do in this present moment? And also, what are you doing? Like, are you actually doing it? Virgo energy will kick your ass a little bit and you should let it. Like I say it to clients all the time who are struggling with motivation or struggling with getting, you know, started on something. I'm like, you just have to kick your own ass. You're like, you're the only one that can do it. So, you know, unless you like hire I don't know, like a boot camp trainer or something scary. Don't do that. Just like kick your own ass. You don't have to pay someone to kick your ass unless that's your thing. We're getting into like, we're getting into Scorpio season or Capricorn season now. I'm like, pay someone to kick your ass. Okay. Sorry about that. You guys, I think by now, you know that like my brain's just going to go there sometimes. So uh, tidy up your life, get organized, focus on your health. Uh, I will say before I move on to specific dates that this energy can become high strung. So watch your stress levels. Uh, people tend to get a little bit snippier when their stress levels raise during Virgo season because it just feels, it can become overwhelming because once you feel like, once you see what the big picture is and you break it up into those smaller parts, you see that you are stacked up against all of these small tasks that you have to do. And so uh, try not to let yourself get overwhelmed. Again, take it bit by bit. My advice is always write down a list of three things that you absolutely have to do each day 
one big, one medium, one small, or however you want to do it, but check them off and actually do it. And you'll feel so much better. I like hate, I like hate calling doctors to make doctor's appointments. So like, that's something that I'll put on my list, but also like something that I do every day is work out pretty much. And they'll put that on my list too. So it's like, you can cheat a little bit and put on things that you would normally do. Just, um, I recommend lists, especially during Virgo season. Okay. So also check in with your body, check in with your grounding Virgo is a Mercury ruled earth sign and Mercury tends to be a little bit more cerebral, a little bit more airy, which means that like when we have like the Virgo energy coming through, our bodies will be very in tune with our stress levels and what's going on with our minds. So check in with your breath. If you are feeling like you are not staying grounded, uh, pay attention to what the bottoms of your feet feel like throughout the day. That's an instant grounding technique. And I also recommend, you know, carrying sense with you, um, you know, taking time to just in the middle of your day, whip out some essential oil. Lavender is great. It's mercury ruled, uh, and it's, you know, mercury season. So if you just take out your little bottle, your little bottle of uh, lavender essential oil and smell it, that is going to put your back in your body because you are activating one of your senses. So that's another thing that I always say with grounding, like, how are you activating your senses? Does your vision seem a little bit blurry or you're not paying attention to detail? Are you desensitized to touch right now? You know, are your palms sweating? You didn't realize it. So, you know, these are all the things. Check in with your senses, whatever resonates most with you. That will help you ground without having to do like a 20 minute meditation or something crazy and super time consuming. Sorry if you guys are hearing little crunchy noises. Voodoo's in here and she's chewing on a on a little bone. So, um, okay. So I want to talk about the new moon. Now, the new moon was yesterday and I'm sorry for being just like, kind of, you know, behind schedule, which is like, I'm like, for, I'm like, Virgo season, get organized, be on top of it. And I'm like, Hey guys, sorry, I'm super late. Um, but you know, Virgo season might make you late too. Cause you got other stuff going on. So talking about the new moon that was yesterday, I am going to release this pretty much as soon as I record it. So this will come out on Wednesday and you know, the moon is still in Virgo. So you can still sort of work with this energy. If you didn't have time to do a ritual, you have a few more hours before the moon uh, moves into Libra, but also like, you know, I feel like the energy is just kind of there to work with whenever you want it. So this new moon was at 14 degrees in Virgo. So if you do want to see how this is affecting your chart specifically, you would want to look at where you have Virgo in your chart Uh, maybe look at your sixth house and then check in to see, you know, if you have any planets or luminaries that are within five degrees of 14. So that would be between nine and 24 degrees, or I'm sorry, nine and 19 degrees. Um, there is, there was an aspect in this new moon, a trine. So a helpful aspect to Uranus. So this is an exact trine. Uranus is also at 14 degrees and Uranus does mix things up. So the thing about this new moon is any, any intentions that you set around it really are going to manifest and unfold in ways that you're not expecting. You may be forced to evolve uh, very quickly. When we're looking at energy to Uranus, things do tend to move very quickly. It's sort of like the energy of it just kind of busts through. It's like a strike of lightning. I think I've said this about Uranus before, but Uranus is like a strike of lightning. And this is like resonating with me so hard right now because my life is changing so fast. And I promise I will tell you as soon as I feel comfortable telling people, I haven't even like told some of my friends what's going on with me. So like, I'm not going to be like, Hey, guess what I just announced on my podcast buddies, this, this huge uh, development in my life. Uh, I'm just going to let you guys all speculate. 
if you message me privately and you want to know, I guess I could tell you. So anyway, we also had a connection between Mars, the action planet, and Pluto. And Pluto is going to rule the subconscious. It does kind of also rule like the underworld and shadow work. And so what's nice about this sort of connection between Mars and Pluto is that you can find the motivation to change and change quickly. And there is a lot of change that happens in Virgo season because we're looking at, right, like our structures and our daily routines and sort of like what we want to contribute to society and our personal organization. So there is a lot of opportunity for change, a lot of opportunity for sudden change, you know, change on a personal level, but also like sudden change in things that are happening around you. I would say that because Taurus or because Uranus is in Taurus, this is kind of a good new moon to make financial or health, uh, health related intentions career as well, because Pluto is in Capricorn and it's making that connection connection to Mars. Sorry. I don't know if you guys caught that. I like kind of like stifled a burp in the middle of that word. So sorry, it happens. I'm actually kind of a monster when it comes to burping. My boyfriend loves it. Okay. So he doesn't, he makes fun of me. It's fine. We love each other in spite of my burps. All right. Uh, Okay. So that's what I'm going to say in terms of like the new moon. I'm going to go back in time a little bit and talk about some transits that happened since Virgo season began, which was on August 22nd. So on August 30th, Mercury entered Libra. And so again, Mercury is the planet of communication. Libra is the planet of love and balance and romance. And Mercury is going to stay here until November 6th. And usually Mercury is only going to last about three weeks, a little, you know, three, three and a half weeks in a sign. Um, But we have a retrograde coming up during Libra season. And I will talk about that a little bit, but so that's going to make it so that Libra, uh, or so that Mercury is in Libra for longer than it normally would be. And again, it will be there until November 6th. The goal with Mercury and Libra is to bring balance to your mind. Uh, you are going to be thinking about love more. You need to make self-care a priority because love of self is going to be, you know, a big, a big theme with this Libra energy, but also because if you're not taking care of yourself, your mind's going to become unbalanced. So it's going to be really important that like you're not accepting every single social invitation, that you're accepting what you feel like you can put on your plate and then spending time alone. So like we need that, like we need that balance between social life and personal private alone time life. There will be a dreamy element here. There's going to be more of a laid back energy, And again, we will be focused on love. You'll be thinking about your heart, what your heart really wants. So this is a good time to listen to your heart while we have Mercury in Libra and also thinking about what you want to commit to. And I will say that commitment happens a little bit more in Scorpio. This is where some like this is almost like we're um, to become one like like, you know, the Spice Girls told us about growing up when we were way too young. I was way too young to be singing to become one just by the way. Um, And I bet all of you guys were, too. But what I'm saying here is that like, you know, this Libra energy, this Mercury and Libra, this is sort of where we will like fall in love. And when Mercury moves into Scorpio, this is when like the, the these themes become intensified. So like Scorpio kind of takes everything from Libra and makes it a little bit more intense, especially when it comes to personal romantic connections. Okay, so September, September 6th was the new moon. We already talked about that. That was yesterday. Um, On September 10th, which is in three days from when I'm recording this, I'm recording this on the 7th, we have Venus entering Scorpio. And so this is kind of where love is going to intensify, even though Mercury is still in Libra, because Venus is the planet of love and money. 
So I will say on September 10th, when Venus enters Scorpio, this is a good time to start thinking about like if there are any negotiations that you need to be making in business, a lot of transactions, contracts, things like that, especially if it has to do with money, because Scorpio energy is kind of like where we seal the deal and changes like changes become solidified. Uh, if you started a new relationship recently, when Venus enters Scorpio, this is where it's either going to be like, I'm in or I'm out. So Venus in Scorpio is either going to deepen your relationship or it's going to break it and you're going to leave it behind. So Venus in Scorpio sounds really hot and steamy and it is because Scorpio is the most sexual sign. So like also lots of fun, sexy time. But like Venus and Scorpio is also going to be like, nah, this isn't working for me. It's time to break up because Scorpio is not afraid to like burn something down. So your relationship is either going to become more intense or it's gonna, just going to destroy itself and implode. So uh, have fun with that. <laughs> if you um, if you are, you know, this is another energy that's coming through that is going to help you elicit change. And what's nice about Venus and Scorpio is that this is a very gentle planet and a very intense sign. And so there is a little bit of an opportunity to like be really thorough in your personal transformation while sort of gently bringing yourself with it. So as long as you're working with that Venus energy while you're trying to transform and change, it should work well for you. Uh, Venus and Scorpio also a good time to change jobs. And I'm trying to think, oh, watch out for jealousy. Watch out for jealousy and possessiveness because that's just the shadow of Scorpio. And again, Venus's relationships. All right. So also, if you meet someone while Venus is in Scorpio, the intense may feel the the bonds may feel intense really fast. And so just remember to pace yourself because it's just it can be bad news bears if you uh, bond to someone too quickly without sort of like allowing your mind to think about like whether or not it's a good idea. If you let your emotions run away with you on this one, it could, could be could be trouble. So just be careful. I want to talk to you guys about September 13th because it is going to be kind of an intense day. And the reason is because there's going to be a T-square between the moon, the sun, and Neptune. And a T-square is basically like when astrologers see it, when I'm when I'm writing horoscopes and I see a T-square, I'm like, oh, that day's going to effing suck. Um, so basically like what we have going on here is like Neptune is this planet of like fantasy and illusion, but it's also like deception. And when we have it in opposition to the sun, there can be a lack of self-awareness. There can also be like, you're, you're not feeling great about yourself. And with the moon being in Sagittarius, you know, rounding out this T-square, this is a thing where like, if someone comes to you on or around September 13th within like a day or two, and they paint you this really beautiful fantasy and they paint, they like paint this big dream for you, you might want to just like, Give yourself a beat to see if this actually manifests this way this person is going, you know, is saying it's going to, or even like what you're telling yourself. If you have big dreams and you probably will feel inspired just because there is Neptunian energy come through and Neptune does bring some intuition through, but like there's a lot of big dream energy and it, it might become just too inflated. And so you might either feel overwhelmed or you might paint this really beautiful picture of a dream and get really excited about it. And then like are not seeing the red flags are not crossing your T's and dotting your eyes. Like this is where like not being pragmatic will bite you in the ass. So just like on the 13th, the day before the day after around that time, check in with like how reasonable you're being, how logical you're being, how realistic you're being. This is sort of like a buzzkill to the dream, but like the buzzkill is what makes it 
attainable because it's sort of like, okay, well, like this is how this can actually happen versus like, I'm going to be famous because I'm going to go viral. And it's like, are you, or are you going to start an Instagram and have it for four years and like, just be like, man, it's taking a long time for that to grow. So it does, man, takes a long time. Well, I don't know. Some people are skilled. I don't know how, I don't know how the internet works. So I'm just glad I'm just glad I'm where I'm at. Okay. Uh, September 14th, we have Mars, the action planet, the passion planet entering Libra. And this is sort of like a, this is sort of like a time to like relax and be a little bit more laid back with Mars and Virgo right now. It's really high energy. It's really busy energy. It's really like work, work, work energy and Mars entering Libra on the 14th. This is sort of where it's sort of like, okay, like you can let yourself chill out a little bit more. Balance is going to be key. You can't just be like, oh, great. Mars is in Libra. I don't have to do anything anymore. It's more about like you worked really hard while Mars is in Virgo and now you can enjoy some leisure. Uh, You will be, you know, this is also going to like help bring passion to relationships as well. Uh, And there's, I mean, there's just like such, there's just so much opportunity for good sex right now. So I hope you're, I hope you're taking advantage of it with Venus and Scorpio and Mars and Libra. It's good time. We have... On the 20th, we're going to have the full moon in Pisces. And if you're empathic, I'm just going to warn you, don't read, don't, just don't read the news on the full moon in Pisces because P- Pisces is sort of like collective consciousness and it's very empathic and it's definitely going to be like emotionally overwhelming if you're reading bad news. So just be careful with your content. I think it's important to stay informed. I think it's important to know what's going on in the world, but I think it's equally important to like take days for palate cleansing and avoid people. I would say avoid people who are emotional vampires because like they're going to be in the mood to drain and it might be hard for you to say no. So like just be very selective of who you're spending time with because it's just, it's going to be an emotionally charged day all that Pisces energy, you're going to be feeling really psychically sensitive and you just don't want to be absorbent of things you don't like you, like it's going to be harder to block basically. And so what would you want to absorb? Like, that's what you should surround yourself with. Whatever you don't want to absorb, avoid. Uh, honestly, if you're super empathic and you can like take the day off, I almost would. And just like (laughs) meditate in the bathtub all day. Baths, uh, ritual baths are going to be really great for this Pisces full moon because it is a water sign. Now, Pisces is the last sign in the zodiac. So this is kind of like the last full moon of the, the full moon cycle that we've been going through since, you know, last year, the, the Aries full moon of last year. So we are, this is like definitely a closing loose ends, the end of cycles, Things that you are leaving behind are all going to get left behind on September 20th. Um, Also, just like, I'm just like, sorry, I'm connecting with this energy and how it pertains to my life right now a lot. So on September 20th, that Pisces full moon, you're going to be releasing a lot. And so you just want to make sure you're holding space for yourself to do that. There, you know, there is kind of a rough aspect between Mercury and Pluto. So things could get cerebral uh, if you, you know, with Libra, uh, with Mercury being in Libra, this could be a bad night for like obsessing over an ex or a crush or like a romantic partner. So like try not to let yourself go there. 
you know, Pluto and Scorpio energy is going to bring through obsession, whether you like it or not. And so I always just try to say, like, make it a healthy obsession, make it an art, make it a book, make it a passion project. You know, it's good to have healthy obsessions. Other people are not, it's not a health, it's never going to be a healthy obsession if it's a person. Um, even if it's yourself, it's like obsess over a project or knowledge or something that will evolve you. Uh, it's going to be hard in terms of relationships because Venus, the planet of love is going to be an opposite. It's going to be in a quincunx, not an opposition, a quincunx, which is an unbalanced aspect to Aries or to Chiron, who is in Aries. And basically what that means is just like balancing your needs and your partner's needs might be difficult. So just try to be mindful of that, that everyone's going to be sensitive and make sure you're not neglecting yourself or your partner. It will be a little bit of a dance. Mercury is making a positive connection to Jupiter. So one thing that's good about that is that you will have an optimistic disposition that Pluto connection could bring it down. Um, But if you try to lean into that Jupiter and Aquarius energy, uh, it's a good time for psychic downloads. It's a good time for like uh, synchronicity and just like moments of optimism and little joys and little pleasures. So I would just really on this full moon, try to surround yourself with things that lift you up with things that make you happy. Go take a walk in a rose garden, uh, ask the universe to send you little surprises. It might be a butterfly on your window. You know what I mean? Like, but I will say the call and response with the universe where you say like, Hey, please show me a surprise today, or please show me a surprise. Like in the next 48 hours, Um, usually you'll see something beautiful and, um, it's really nice. I like, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of really cool experiences doing that. Okay. So now it is time to get to card pools and here we go. Oh yeah. Sorry. I just talked about, um, the full moon and I didn't even mention that like September 22nd is when Libra season starts and that is going to mark the fall equinox and oh I am going to say too that we are in Mercury's pre-retrograde shadow now it went into its pre-retrograde shadow shadow on the 6th so yesterday but the actual retrograde won't begin until the 26th so we will already be in Libra season and I'll talk more about this retrograde uh, in the Libra season terrascopes, but I will say because we are in Mercury retrograde pre-shadow that if you're noticing problems with your internet or breakdowns in communication, that is why. Okay, Aries, y'all got to chill. There's some stuff. I have the Hermit, the Seven of Wands, the Tower, and Judgment. So like there may be conflict or upheaval or changes that you're not really prepared for in your life right now. And like, you know, Aries, you are the type of sign that like responses, responds to things pretty immediately. Um, This is sort of like you need to pause. You need to chill out because with this tower here, things are changing and things are going to kind of get flipped on their side a little bit. And with the seven of wands, it's sort of like, yeah, you might thrive in chaos and yes, like you, you will get on, you'll, you'll end up on top no matter what, because you're good in chaos. But it's also like, you don't need to throw gasoline on the chaotic fire. This hermit card wants you to pull back. Think about things before acting, pull back and think about things before talking. If you're in a conflict, just say, Hey, I need some time to think about this. 
And if you need to like go be super pissed off and have a crazy conversation in your head and yell at someone in your mind and then unpack your emotions and try to think about like how things are going from this other, like how, how things are being processed from this other person's point of view, like that's going to help you find resolve. What's nice is I do have your crowning card as judgment. Um, but like, this is just like, there's a lot of change happening. There's a lot of change on the horizon and it's going to feel chaotic. I would say with this seven of wands, a creative outlet is going to help you get through it will be very therapeutic, but yeah, I, I feel like things are going to get a little bit topsy turvy and crazy. One of you guys might have like a career change or lose your job suddenly it's okay. Like trust the universe, talk to the universe and take deep breaths. Um, this is also a good time to force change if you're in Aries and you're feeling like you're in a rut. So if the change coming through to you without it being in your control is not resonating with you right now, if you feel like you're stuck or you feel like you're in a rut, this energy is sort of like, then you create the change or it's not going to happen. All right, so Taurus, I have with you, uh, my mouth just like filled up with saliva, which is Claire Gustinance. It's sort of like when you can, t I'm like tasting like fruit or something. Um, Taurus, you might, you know what Taurus is, you might want to practice your Claire Gustinance, which is basically like before you eat something, look at the food and try to imagine what it tastes like and see how much detail you can pick up with your like, with your psychic senses in your mouth. I've had weird Claire Gustin and stuff happen before where I was like up in my room giving a reading and I kept tasting watermelon in my mouth. And I went downstairs and I asked my boyfriend if he was eating watermelon and he had been like, he had just like around the time I was tasting it. Um, and then I've also like, I don't know why it's like a thing that happens, but there've been a couple of times where like he's been eating something and I was eating something else and I tasted his food. So it's weird. Okay. Um, Taurus, I have the seven of swords, the queen of cups, the eight of wands and the three of wands. So there might be someone who is being deceptive with you. It could even be that you're being deceptive with yourself in terms of like, you know, the seven of swords isn't like the nicest. It's kind of like emotional manipulation or it could be like you're chipping away at your own confidence. Someone's chipping away at your confidence um, there's a lot that can go into this, but this is basically like mental confusion based off of either the way that you're processing information or someone else's influence on how you're processing the information. I do have the queen of cups, which is good because you can sort of heal this and get through it by loving yourself fiercely, having compassion for those around you, but allowing yourself to find clarity. Um, and so you may need to separate yourself from anyone who's causing you confusion so that you can really meditate on your circumstances and think about it. I have the eight of wands here, which is sort of like whatever, whatever the hangup is in your life right now, you will be able to assume authority and sort of change things quickly. So, you know, once you identify what it is that's putting you in the funk, it's going to be like snapping your fingers. Like you're going to be able to change it really quickly. And then the three of wands as your crowning card. This is sort of like an indication of, um, almost like creative enlightenment come through and engaging with the arts, engaging with music. And so I would say that this would be a good time to either like pick up a new book or just like expand your consumption of art and bring in either new music, a new book, a new class, a new talent. But it is sort of like, how do you expand upon the art that you're engaging with now? And then the, also it could lead to meeting new people or making new friends. So and that's what I see is going on for Tauruses. 
Uh, Gemini. Okay. So with Gemini, I will say I'm feeling a little bit of a crick in my neck. So, and a little bit in my solar plexus. So Gemini, you might want to do some solar plexus work. You might want to work on your, you know, just like doing some confidence building exercises. If you've been having issues with your stomach, it could be the universe's way of asking you to sort of like check in with your guides to see, you know, look for that extra perspective of what's going on in your situation. I have the eight of cups, the 10 of cups, the two of coins and a crowning card, the 10 of swords. And so when I'm looking at these cards together with the eight of cups, this to me is power struggles and relationships and the 10 of cups is love. So it might be a romantic partner. It might even be yourself, but there can be this sort of like, sort of like back and forth of throwing your weight around and sort of like maybe challenging one another to see like if you can get your way or also like what you're normally doing to get your way or if you're using any weird techniques to like elicit an emotional response out of someone uh, like if you are having an issue with your partner and you're you know not feeling the most supported or loved and instead of like conveying that from a kind of like a grounded diplomatic like clear concise way you might do something like lash out or act out and then a fight ensues and like then then you find resolution so this is sort of like hey like let's look at how are you resolving issues either within yourself a partner or a good friend so I would just look at like how are you resolving issues um with the two of coins here, I'm trying to, this is sort of like, as I just pulled another card just for more clarity and it was a seven of wands. So this is a little bit of a situation where it's sort of like, you don't have to see eye to eye on everything with everyone. This is sort of like a pair of cards that say like, it's okay to agree to disagree. The Ten of Swords is your crowning card. And so I will say that you might be feeling held back right now, probably like especially in career matters. But I do think that this will probably clear up for you maybe at the end of Mercury retrograde. But if you are feeling restricted in business and in career, know that it's not forever. Um, try not to let it suffocate you and, you know, look around and see what your other options are. Uh, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, make any huge moves right now unless you've been planning them for a long time okay cancer all right just pulling the cards for cancer and i'm just checking in with my body to see how i'm feeling i mean cancers feel okay i think it's just general self-care that needs to come through right now i am feeling a little bit um tension in my third eye so it might just be that cancers need to do a little bit more meditation do a little bit more spiritual work re-engage with like you know just sit down meditation getting space away from other people i have the four of swords the six of coins and the hermit crowning card is nine of swords so this is what we've got four of swords is like just chill spend time at home i don't have to tell a cancer more than once to spend time at home Spend time at home, relax. The six of coins is also sort of like, you know, you're you're good with money, like appreciate what you have. Yeah, there's always an opportunity to build and that will come later. But this is sort of like appreciate what you have. Take some time for gratitude. The hermit takes some time for self-reflection, self-reflection and gratitude. This is what cancers need to be doing right now. 
the crowning card is the nine of swords and that is sort of like insomnia and anxiety and feeling pressure and this could be money pressure or romantic pressure uh, but it could also just be spiritual pressure I know for me the less I meditate the more I feel anxious throughout my day-to-day and also like anxiety can just be someone else's stuff coming through anxiety can be a message that's coming through that has nothing to do with you and where you are at in the moment. And the only way to really differentiate when it's your anxiety or someone else's is by tuning in, is by doing the spiritual work, is by meditating. And so cancer is like, it's just time to get back in the groove. I I would say that this is like your Virgo season task is to have your daily spiritual practice figured out and be more consistent with your meditation. Even if it's just a walking meditation, it's okay if you're not great at sit down meditation, but like you need to find your Zen. All right. Leo, Leo feel, Leos feel like they are like, want to go run out into a field and like want to go run out and move boldly boldly in life but like there's a caution attached to it so it's okay for leos if you're kind of in this space right now when you're sort of like being quiet and observing your options before making moves i think that's totally okay so i have the moon the princess of coins uh and the last judgment with a crowning card of the sun And when I am, you know, whenever I see the moon, I will say that, yes, your intuition is active. Yes, you are getting messages from the other side, but you're not getting the full picture yet. So I think that's probably where a little bit of that caution is coming from. Um, I am getting a lot of activity in my solar plexus right now, and it almost feels like there's a lump in my stomach. And I feel like that's sort of like how Leo's intuition is kind of telling them right now, like, this is the time to hold back a little bit. This is the time to observe how things are unfolding with the energy as it's going right now. Let's see. Let's just take a beat. Let's see how things are going to play out over the next couple of weeks. And then let's figure out how to go forward with the princes of coins. This could be a new job. This could be a new investment, um, but it's not the big payoff. So there are little movements with money, but it's not the big payoff that we would see with like the king or queen of coins. We also have judgment here. And so if you're waiting for an answer, if you've been kind of like waiting for some sort of change to come your way, I think you'll have more clarity around this or you'll see more action towards the end of Virgo season. The crowning card, which is the best card for a Leo to get, is the sun. So I also feel like with this card, it's sort of like, hey, like, you know, it's okay to feel a little uncertain. It's okay to not be sure about where things are going, but also like go out in the sun, find your joy you know, allow yourself little moments of carefreeness. I think someone's guide was just like, allow yourself little moments of being carefree. And so I do think that Leos need to be playing right now. So I think it's okay to focus less on logistics and more on fun because things are going to sort of come out a little bit more later and you're going to understand things more. Okay, so now we're doing Virgos. Happy birthday, babies. I am so sorry for being late to Virgo season during your season. Um, I will say that right off the bat when I was trying to choose which tarot deck to pull from, because I've got about eight in front of me right now, I was having a hard time choosing between two. So I'm wondering if that's some Virgo energy coming through where Virgos are having a hard time making a decision right now. I will say that the cards that I have is the, the angel, the hermit, 
the Page of Cups and the Queen of Cups. So what's nice about the angel being here is this is a situation where like the universe is going to send you messages and it's going to guide you. But you need that hermit time. You need that alone time to sort of like process and decode them. So it's important that you're paying attention to synchronicities right now. If you're getting the ringing in your ears, you might want to say, what's the message? To me, when I get ringing in the ears, I say, what's the message? Or I just stop what I'm doing and I take some deep breaths and I ground and I bring clarity to my mind. A lot of the times when I get the ringing in my ears, it's when my mind is really busy. And it's sort of like, in my opinion, guides just being like, hey, Let's slow down. Let's catch our breath and let's just find peace. And sometimes just doing that, you'll get a moment of clarity or you'll get an answer. And sometimes your guides are just like, no, let's just chill out. So think about that as you move forward through Virgo season. Schedule alone time for yourself with that hermit card. Don't be afraid of shadow work. Uh, But with the Page of Cups, this is sort of like be gentle with yourself, be loving with yourself, flirt with yourself, romance yourself, uh, sing love songs to yourself. They're like my whole entire life when I was singing weird love songs like Lana Del Rey or like weird, creepy love songs, I would like fantasize about a man. Um, And in the last couple of years, I just started singing them to my (laughs) I can't believe I'm telling you guys this is so embarrassing. I like sing love songs to my higher self or like to my guides or to the universe instead of like, well, sometimes I sing them to boo in my head, but I'm just saying like, you know, sing love songs to yourself, buy yourself flowers, do something loving for yourself. Your crowning card is the queen of cups. So I will say there's also like the little seeds of love that you're planting right now, whether it's for yourself or it's for a project or it's with with another person, they're going to grow exponentially and you're going to feel much more emotionally fulfilled and much more at peace by the end of Virgo season. So really good stuff for Virgos. Um, It's just a little bit of a quiet time, spiritual time, romantic time, loving time. It's just, you know, I'm feeling warmth. Um, embrace, Embrace the warmth is kind of like the message that I'm getting. Okay, Libras, y'all are seeming a little bored or a little antsy. Um, I don't know. I just like, I'm just, as soon as I tap into Libra energy, I'm suddenly feeling like I'm not impressed. (laughs) So try not to be too jaded, Libras. Try to like reconnect with your appreciation of that, which is around you. Um, Even if that means like getting out of your normal circumstances and exploring a different world around you or like, walking through your neighborhood on blocks that you don't normally walk on. Okay, I have the Knight of Swords, the Tower, the Ace of Swords, and the Sun. Okay, so I will say the Knight of Swords, this is like picking up, you know, starting a new conversation or like not being afraid to fight for yourself. But also this is definitely like um, a card that is, it's basically fighting for yourself, to be honest. Um, advocating for yourself, using your words, stand like saying your truth, standing up for yourself. And then we have the tower, which is like, you know, the way that you advocate for yourself is going to elicit big change. And it could sort of like shake your structures and rock and rock your structures. But you know what? Like maybe it just needs to be rocked. Uh, I have, you know, having the ace of swords right after the tower, it's really a really strong card for new beginnings. And it's it honestly, it looks like a beginning you need. So like if there's something that you need to just like burn down and if there's like, you know, words that you've been holding in for too long that need to come out, like it's time. Your crowning card is the sun. 
And for me, this is sort of like whatever it is that you need to get off your chest, you're going to feel better afterwards. But just know that like the journey of like starting that conversation to resolving that conversation is not going to be an easy one. Uh, But also, you know, with this tower card here, like that's kind of a serious card where like if you don't do this, the universe is going to like blow shit up around you in a different way. So like how can you be in control of destruction right now Um, and using your mind to sort of understand that like destruction is coming? How can you be in control of it? And this is either like by standing up for yourself, saying what you need. Um, but also like, are you on top of your responsibilities? You know, like are all your bills paid for? Are, do you have to go to a doctor's appointment? You know, think about like what this can look, look like from a multitude of, um, just like perspectives and different angles. All right, Scorpio. Um, I don't know which one of you is smoking, but I'm getting a pretty strong message that it's time to quit. Vaping counts too. If you're doing the e-cigarettes, like I am almost wondering if it's that, um, cut it out. You know, um, I used to smoke cigarettes and then I used to smoke e-cigarettes and those messed up my lungs in a totally different way. So what I started doing was I got those nicotine lozenges, those mints, like those little mints. And I tapered off with that. And then to taper off the mints, I just, I got these like mints from Trader Joe's. And instead of like, I would space out, I would take nicotine mints sometime. And sometimes I would just take the normal mints and I tapered myself off of those mints to a non-addictive mint. And that's kind of like how I quit smoking. So also like if you are needing to quit smoking, use it in a petition, give it up to the gods as an offering and ask for something in return. Okay. So Scorpios, uh, well, this is funny because I just got off of a three-week vacation, and the first card is the Six of Swords. So travel during Virgo season. Try to get some traveling done if you haven't already, even if it's just a day trip. We have the Knight of Swords, which is, like I said, with Libra, the Knight of Swords is about advocating for yourself, using your voice. And I have the Five of Wands as well, and the Five of Wands is a hot mess. Um, and then I have the Five of Coins as a as a crowning card. So, I mean, what I am seeing here is a little bit of struggle for Scorpios. It could either be that like things are failing out of your control. There could be a little bit of a financial hit. So try not to like, try to just be sensible and mindful of your money right now, because there may be unexpected expenses that come up later that you want to be prepared for. So, um, I'm, I'm just worried about this, like five of wands with this five of coins. Like to me, this is just like an unexpected expense. So, um, with the knight of swords and the six of, or with the knight of swords here next to this, I will say like, if you do have, um, an unexpected expense come up, don't panic, stop yourself from like correcting this very quickly. Like if, you know, if you get like, if your computer crashes, like research different deals, or if you get in a car accident and you have to get a new car, like don't just like, like buy something really quick without really thinking it through. Like, you know, I know if, if you have to take care of your business quickly, you have to take care of your business quickly, but like give yourself a little bit more time than you normally would, because I feel like there's an impulsive element that's coming out of these cards that like being impulsive could lose you money. So, uh, just don't make any impulsive financial choices. And then I think you'll be fine. With the Knight of Swords, though, I do like the advocating for yourself, but like be reasonable about it. Like, you know, with this Five of Wands energy here, there's a lot of opportunity for conflict and chaos and fighting. And so it's just sort of like stand up for yourself with grace is what I'll say. Okay, Capricorns. Nope, 
not Capricorn, Sagittarius, sorry. Sagittarius. Um, I don't know. Sagittarius energy, it feels like, I like it feels like equal parts sleepy and equal parts like Sagittarius are up to something. So it's sort of like you might have like stuff going on and you're making plans and you're making changes, but it's also like you might feel a little bit disconnected or out of it. Okay. Okay. So Sagittarius, we've got some weird love stuff going on. We've got some, you know, could be like love of self too. So we have like the eight of cups and I talked about this before already, but the eight of cups is sort of like when people are throwing around their weight emotionally, throwing around their weight with love. And so it's also like, how, like, how, like, how are you acting out emotionally right now? Just ask yourself that question and whatever that looks like for you, it's going to be different for every Sagittarius. So how are you acting out emotionally right now? How are you throwing around your emotional weight? Is there conflict in your life that isn't being resolved because like you're doubling down or the other person is doubling down? Like where, like, what is this situation look like for you? What's nice is we have the three of cups here. So this probably isn't going to be an issue that you're having with like all of your friends. There could be like a close friend or even yourself, um, or a romantic partner. But with this three of cups, it's sort of like you have good people around you. You have good friends around you, but you need to lean into those people because, we have the devil card here as well. And when we're looking at the devil card, this is sort of like there can be toxic people around you. There can be codependent relationships, but also the devil is like, what are your unhealthy habits? Um, are you binging on alcohol or food or not sleeping? Or are you binging on exercise? Like there can be, you know, like, like, what are you, what in your life are you like taking in too much of, are you being too much of a workaholic? Like, where does this devil land for you? Because it's going to land different for everyone. Sometimes the devil is like, you haven't gone out and had fun, go out and be mischievous. So like the devil is going to be very personal to each person that's listening to this in a very different way. So just take time to acknowledge, like, again, like, how are you, how are you acting out emotionally right now? Like, how are you placing your emotions? How are you dealing with your emotions? And I think that's going to give you a lot of information about the devil card here. I do have the seven of cups and the seven of cups is like the gaslighting card. So if you have like a sketchy partner in your life, or if you feel like you're being lied to, or if you're lying, or if you're being sketchy, like this is sort of like something that needs to be addressed. The seven of cups is also a little bit of a fantasy. So like I would be very careful of anything that seems too good to be true right now because it probably, probably is. All right. Okay. Capricorns. Yeah, I didn't skip you guys. I don't know why. Like there's always like, I always like skip around on accident, like without fail. I'm feeling a little bit, um, just a tiny bit of discomfort in like, it's either my liver or one of my kidneys. Um, I'm just like being like, my attention is being drawn to like, is it like the urinary system? But like, like, like just like I would almost do like a liquid cleanse. I would watch your drinking. I would, uh, watch how much coffee you're taking in. If you drink iced tea throughout the day, try to switch to water because like, uh, you know, iced tea is a diuretic, so it's going to dehydrate you. So I'm just like, Capricorns need to watch their hydration right now. I think it's really important that you're staying hydrated. Okay. 
So what's nice here is we have the queen of coins, the queen of cups, and then we go down to the four of coins and the four of cups. So like right now, you know, like for right now for Capricorns, it's almost like half and half right now. It's like, it's like a give and take. It's like an exchange because we have the queen of coins. It's like, oh yeah, like I'm balling. Like my money is where I want it to be. Like I'm killing it in my career. And then like juxtapose that to the four of coins. It's like, I need to be financially conservative right now. I need to save my money. I need to lay down my foundation. So it's sort of like, yeah, I'm making money. I'm where I want to be, or I'm getting there, but like, I can't spend yet. I'm not exactly where I want to be. It's sort of like that journey. So there's like a give and take here where there's like success, but also needing to save and be smart about your finances. Which interest, what's interesting too is we have the queen of cups, queen of love, emotional fulfillment, and then like the four of cups, which is sort of like I'm disappointed emotionally. And so again, there's this like this, this you know, this pulling in two directions where it's like, yeah, I'm feeling really good about my relationship or I'm feeling really good about myself, but also like there are some things that like I'm not satisfied with. And so it's sort of like, it's not gonna be perfect right now in Virgo season. And it's almost like there's a message here about accepting what isn't perfect and like making peace with the fact that there are things in your life that are disappointing to you. And then making a decision about like whether or not you can live with that disappointment or there's something that you do that you have to do to change it. And this is mostly going to apply to emotional stuff, but also it could with finances as well. Like, are you not where you want to be financially, but you spend money on stuff that you don't really need? Like, do you have too many clothes? How much makeup do you have? Like, Think about like what this relationship is with money and spending, but also what your relationship is with people and your expectations of them. Because no matter who you're in a relationship with, like no one's going to check off every single box. There's always going to be something that you wish your partner had. Like there's just like, you know, and if you're not seeing it yet, it'll come up later. You know, you have to, you, you, you know, to be in love with someone is to love them and like be cool with like their flaws and be cool with like, you know, what isn't working for you or deciding to get out of it. And so like, what, what can you make peace with and what can't you make peace with in your life right now? I would say is like the big message for Capricorns and stretch your back and stretch your neck a lot. And I would say maybe take some calcium as well. Okay. So Aquarius is, I'm just feeling a little bit of just like, just like almost like trying to catch up in life, like trying to catch up on life, feeling a little bit emotionally exhausted or spread thin. And that's okay to feel that way. Um, Virgo season does have everyone working hard, but it's also about checking in with your efficiency. So like, you know, it's okay to make sacrifices in some areas of your life if you need to cut out time for yourself or for your relationships. I have the Ace of Coins, the Ten of Wands, the Four of Swords, and the Six of Wands. So with Aquarius, when we have the Ace of Coins, this is oftentimes like a new job or a new contract. Um, and with the Ten of Wands, like this can be a tricky read if I'm trying to do a general reading. But when I'm seeing these two together, I'm seeing two different outcomes where it's sort of a situation where it's like, okay, with the Ace of Coins, let's say it's a new job. You want a new job, so you apply for it and you get it. The Ten of Wands is kind of like destruction and like what you're leaving behind. Like in the in the writer weight, there's like a guy in a tent of sticks that are on fire or, some, you know, like around him. So this is definitely like... Um, something has to give something is ha like something has to be sacrificed in order for this, like moving forward in the direction that you want to go. Um, so if you got like a new job, for instance, like this burning down would be like the old job, leaving it behind. 
But also this could be like, you know, where are you being self-destructive? Um, with the, you know, if you want a new job or you want a financial change, but you're not applying for anything, that's being self-destructive. So again, like it's about deciding where the destruction happens because 10 of wands destruction is here. What do you want to destroy? You have to make a decision about that. The four of swords is giving you permission to not rush into it. So whatever changes that you want to make right now, it's okay to take your time to really think about it and meditate on it and rest and relax on it. Um, I would say by the end of Virgo season, you're going to feel like you've picked yourself up more and you're going to feel ready to sort of like charge forward. So if you need to take Virgo season to just sort of think things through, think about where you want to go and then use Libra season to sort of like lean into that rejuvenated feeling that you're dealing with, that's totally okay. You're going to like Libra season better anyways, because it's Libra's a fellow air sign. So it's going to be a better time for you. Um, your crowning card is six of wands, which is basically like a victory of sorts. It's just, you might not get there till the end of Virgo season. All right, Pisces, sweet babies. Um, I don't know if there's some congestion going around, some sort of like scratchy throat. Uh, I'm just checking in, you know, with you Pisces to, uh, pay attention to your respiratory system. And then also I'm getting some attention drawn to my ears. So, um, that could be sinuses as well. So pay attention to your respiratory and sinuses. Um, just make sure you're taking care of yourself uh, and not giving too much to other people. Someone's guides kind of chimed in with that. Make sure that you're, you know, not giving too much to other people, uh, which is funny because I just pulled the four of wands, the queen of swords and the eight of swords. So with the four of wands, this is kind of a situation where it is like, yeah, like let's kind of like relax a little bit. Let's chill out a little bit. Um, it's more about setting a foundation um, building up your passion again. So you might not feel like super passionate, like, you know, balls to the wall passion, but it's sort of like you're allowing your passion to brew. You're kind of making decisions about like where you want to direct your energy and your focus. I will say that your mind is going to be working more than your gut or your stomach or your passion because the queen of swords here is just like the smartest card in the tarot deck. Um, and so you are, you do have a level of clarity that's really nice and is serving you right now. So you need to sort of like strike and work with that. You know, we have the eight of swords here and the eight of swords is like, it's about reclaiming your power. It's about severing ties with the things that are holding you back. And with the queen of swords, this is sort of like the universe is giving you the out and the information and the smarts and the wherewithal to actually do this. But you might have to get a little cold. You might have to be a little bit cold with people, especially if it comes to setting boundaries and you might have to be more serious than you want to be, but it's going to help you a lot. Um, and with the five of coins, you know, you may feel some grief or some loss. There can be financial loss here as well. Um, or you may just sort of feel like you're not exactly where you want to be yet. Uh, but this is sort of like your opportunity to evolve past that. So use this energy, use this time to evolve and to move forward. I pulled an extra card just to sort of like give a little bit more of an encouraging message just because the five of coins is like not a fun card. It's like, it's like you feel broke either financially or emotionally. Um, but like the page of swords is sort of like the uplifting card that I pulled out from this. And it's sort of like, it's okay if you're not where you want to be but you have to kick your own ass and you have to bring yourself there. And with the page of swords, it's also like you might need to learn some new things. You might need to go into uncharted territory. You may have to go outside of your comfort zone. 
go there. And you might have to remove your emotions from your mind so that you can make clear decisions for yourself that aren't clouded by feelings. Give yourself permission to go there. Pisces, you are so sweet. You're so emotional. I love you. You guys drive me crazy. It's time to disconnect a little bit. Don't abandon your emotions. Don't become a robot. But it's time to not let your emotions affect your decisions if they're for your personal betterment and the evolution and where you want to be. Sometimes you have to make decisions with your mind instead of your heart. And this is sort of how that energy is coming through. So I love you guys very much. I will have an episode next week uh, with voodoo priestess Lilith Dorsey. I'm very excited. That was like the episode I had in the can that I just didn't post while I was on vacation because I wanted to relax. So I am totally 100% back in the groove. If you want to book a reading, go ahead and give me a shout. You can find me on Instagram at Rainbow Glitter Star for the podcast where I also post daily memes and daily horoscopes. It's at the Glittercast. My website is rainbowglitterstar.com. I have house cleansing kits, spell jars. I just sold out of my prosperity jar and I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to restock that, but there's crystal kits and plenty of other fun, good stuff for you to check out on there. Uh, If you have any questions or comments about today's episode, please feel free to to reach out. I love hearing from you guys and happy Virgo season. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I love you guys. Bye.